You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So, PJ... You're a Philly guy, right? Or no? Are you a Maryland guy? Maryland guy, yes. Okay. Yeah, it's all along the East Coast here on BetQL. Uh, It's all meshed in there. Yeah. (laughs) Here's the thing I feel about Philadelphia sports fans. Doesn't it seem like that entire city just loves and breathes and lives and dies sports? I don't think I've ever met anybody from Philadelphia who was not a massive Eagles fan and Phillies fan. Uh, and Sixers fan is doesn't that seem like it's the case? Hundred percent. They are they are a top tier sports town. They love their teams. Uh, I mean the Eagles especially. Eagles fans are crazy as we know. All of them are wild. But yeah, Philly fans they love their team. It's probably a top three sports town in America, no doubt. It's one of those places where if somebody's from Philadelphia, like, you know it. They've told you at least 15 times. It's like when people are from Texas. They're like, everything's bigger in Texas. We're like, okay, we know. Like, who cares? It's not your personality. But it does seem like part of people's personality if they're from Philadelphia and they are huge sports fans because we've seen it. I think you're right. I think it is a top five sports city. Who else would you put in that category? Because I think Uh, Boston's got to be in there. Boston's up there. I would say Chicago's up there. Philly. Um, Chicago, really? I don't think I'd put yeah. Chicago in there. Really? Is I, that weird? When's the last time Chicago I, was good at something? Uh, yeah, probably. I guess the well, the Cubs won the World Series in seventeen. Those Blackhawks uh, teams. Yeah, that's they, right. they, I mean, they always love their Cubs. They're, they're, you know, the lovable losers. They always show out for their teams. The Bears, they love the Bears. Um, Buffalo might be up there. I know they only have two teams, but man, do they love the Bills. They, they love the Bills. Cleveland probably is up there too. They haven't had much uh, success, but they, they love their teams. God, David looks like he's going to murder me. We'll have to bring him in (laughs) after we talk to Joe G here in a few seconds to defend Chicago's honor because we know David's in Chicago and probably has something to say about me poo-pooing on the fandom of Chicago people. But right now, let's head to the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line and talk with our friend Joe Gillio. He's the host of BetQL Daily, and he's also on evenings on WIP in Philadelphia. The 0-2 pitch, swing of the mess, struck him out! The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball! You want Philly Philly? Yeah, let's do it. Good. Philly special. Ready? And the game is over! The game is over! Oh, 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 oh. 
Super Bowl champion. Eagles fans everywhere, this is for you. One provolone without. Yeah, probably without. Yep. And uh, one with. with. And then a cheese left. Getting Philly with Joe Giglio. Yo, Adrian! I All right, Joe. So we've been talking about top sports cities in America. What's the case for Philly being number one? Because I feel like you could probably make a pretty strong argument. Yeah, I mean, the people are crazy. And I, I say that obviously in a good way. Um, <laughs> I, here's, I, here's, I think, what the difference is. And you mentioned those cities, and I, and I think they all are, are similar to, to the point I'm about to make. Like, it just matters more to the people here, Boston, New York, um, I think Chicago has a case. I don't even know who would be fifth. Yeah, After Chicago, it feels like it's, there's a drop-off. I'm, I'm not sure. It just feels like it matters more. Like, people's whole week is dependent on the Eagles and how they play on Sunday. Like, the mood in the city on Monday changes based on how the team does on Sunday. And I, I don't think that's everywhere. I mean, people, people love sports everywhere, obviously. They, they're fans. But there's something about the, the cities that we just talked about that I just meant that it just feels like it matters more. All right, yeah, so let's get into – sorry to cut you off there, PJ. Uh, no so let's talk about the Eagles first. Uh, big NFC East matchup this week against the Giants, but the Eagles are laying seven points. This feels like a big number, no? It does. Um, actually, heard yesterday the last seven times the Eagles have been seven or more point road favorites, which obviously is pretty rare. I mean, this is probably this year and – maybe 2017, and I'm not sure when before that, uh, when they were really good. But the last seven times they have been a seven-point or bigger rotator they haven't covered, which, I mean, there you go, right? It, it's hard to cover these kind of numbers. I will say if this was the Giants team from even earlier this season, um, I think it'd be a bigger concern for the Eagles. You know, in, in fact, maybe they could get upset because the Giants were playing better football early in the season. They had more weapons before all their injuries at wide receiver. And Saquon Barkley was playing better. The one thing about this game – um, that I would keep an eye on with the Giants. I'm not sure if it's a live play or just kind of just what you're feeling going in. I could see them being fatigued on defense. They were on the field last week for 80 snaps, including, you know, five full quarters because they played an overtime game that went the whole way with the tie. So that Giants defense could be gassed. Meanwhile, the Eagles last week, after playing really well against the Titans, they were able to basically take their starters off the field with a quarter to go. So that, that, that's something I'm, I'll keep my eye on this week. Joe, when you look big picture, obviously the Jimmy G injury now for San Francisco is a big one. It's kind of the top three in the NFC. Philly, the Niners, and Dallas have kind of, have kind of separated themselves. Do you think Philly and Dallas now are kind of the clear one-two at the top, or do you still have to keep the Niners in the conversation even with the Jimmy G injury? So I, I think they're the clear one-two, but because of the way the bracket might, might kind of play out, PJ, I think the Niners aren't dead. Um, because you think about it like this. So the Eagles likely will get the one. The Cowboys likely the five. So there's a real chance, barring, barring upsets, if, if Chalk holds, that the Eagles and Cowboys will play each other in the second round of the playoffs, which means that there's an opportunity there from a betting perspective on the other side of the NFC bracket. And you know, it could be the Vikings, although I don't, really think, I don't love that team, yet, despite their record. I mean, they're underdogs this week in Detroit. Uh, and then there's the 49ers, who could settle into like a three-seed get a home game, and then go to Minnesota in the second round, uh, whether it be Purdy, whether it be Garoppolo, you know, making a, a very quick recovery, I don't know. But I think they'd have a chance in that game either way. So I think there's a betting opportunity on, on somebody else in the NFC that could end up 
just because the bracket laying out um, in an NFC championship game against either Philadelphia or Dallas. But if we're just power ranking the teams, yeah, there's, it's a pretty clear one-two right now with the Eagles and the Cowboys because of the Jimmy G injury. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, and they are the two favorites to win the NFC over at BetMGM. The Eagles plus 190, the Cowboys plus 280. All right, Joe, so this is a fun one. We have Thursday night football between the Raiders and the Rams, and we're not even sure who's playing quarterback for the L.A. Rams, which makes it difficult to give a side on this game. Is there any other angle that's worth exploiting in this game? So the two angles I was looking at, because I'm with you, I don't know what to do with the side. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the Rams are just so bad that it's – and it's amazing to say that because last year they won the Super Bowl and, and they weren't a fluke team. Like, they were really good all year and then they won the Super Bowl. Um, but they're such a – they're just a shell of that team roster-wise so that they're hard to, to wager against in terms of the game and the spread. But two props I was looking at tonight. One would be Devontae Adams to score a touchdown. I mean, he has been – he's been outstanding. I mean, so, you know, it's interesting. We talked all offseason about Adams leaving Rodgers and Tyreek Hill leaving Patrick Mahomes, they've been fine. You know, if you didn't know they left, you wouldn't know it by their numbers. Um, and obviously the Packers are suffering. The Chiefs have been fine. So uh, it's interesting how all the parties have kind of moved on from each other. But Devontae Adams has been outstanding statistically. And I think he's got 12 or 13 touchdowns. I could see him getting another one tonight. I'll be on an Adams touchdown. Um, and then the other one, Josh Jacobs. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens with Josh Jacobs in terms of health tonight he's been banged up you know for weeks now but he keeps playing and he keeps playing well and Josh Jacobs you know he, he he's clear of everyone in the NFL I think by over 200 yards for most yards from scrimmage I'm surprised more people aren't talking about him for offensive player of the year if he's good tonight um, I expect another big game from Josh Jacobs yeah we were talking about Jacobs earlier Joe Chelsea and I and what what a great past month he's had running the football for the Raiders. I want to give you a would you rather in the NFL. You tell me which spread you would rather take. Would you rather lay the three and a half with Seattle at home this week against Carolina, or would you rather take the Niners three and a half at home against the Bucks? I'd rather lay it with Seattle. I mean, I recognize I'm choosing probably a lesser team uh, in Seattle versus the Niners, but I'd rather lay it with Seattle. That's the one line, TJ, we're talking about Beck UL Daily a couple of days ago that just doesn't make sense to me this week. The, the Seattle-Carolina game. You know, Seattle's been pretty consistent this year. They're not great, but they're good. They, they've kind of performed like a playoff team this year. Geno's played good football. And you have a Panthers team coming in that, you know, stinks. And they have Sam Darnold at quarterback. That, that line is shocking to me that it is that low. I, I thought four, four and a half, five in that range would be where that line would settle. And it has it. So I would much rather be on that one. As far as the Niners one, it's a tricky one with, with a, a good Bucks defense against a, a you know a seventh round pick quarterback. That could be a very close game, low scoring, and you might lose on the hook there. I, I'd rather go with the uh, the Seahawks. All right, so let's stay on this thread of would you rather. We have some mighty big spreads in the NFL this week uh, with some teams getting a ton of points. We've got the Jets getting nine against the Bills. We've got the Texans getting sixteen and a half against the Cowboys, which has actually come down. 
uh, from 17. And you have the Broncos getting nine and a half at home against the Chiefs. Of those teams, are there any of those spreads where it feels like it's too many points? Yeah, so I, I do think that the Jets Bills one feels like too many points. Um, I mean, obviously the first instinct there is the Texans one because they're getting so many points. But the Cowboys have shown it's almost like that college football program that like likes to run it up, that enjoys doing this, that that for whatever reason uh, obviously doesn't benefit you in the NFL. I mean, it's just it doesn't make any difference. But um, th- they will do it, and, and they'll, they'll kind of like doing it. Like, if the Cowboys smell blood, it would surprise me. They win the game by three touchdowns. That's, that's what they've done a few times this year. But as far as the Jets and the Bills, that number's off to me. Um, look, the, the Jets beat this team. You know, the Jets played this team really well. Their defense matched up really, really well against the Bills' offense of Josh Allen just a month ago in New York, and now the Jets have a better quarterback on the field to try to pull off an upset or, or to try to play with the Bills again in Mike White. Um, I, I look at the Jets, and I don't think they're going to go win this game, but I do think they'll be competitive here, and I think their defense, especially their corners, they could give the Bills some problems and create you know, hard, hard throws for Josh Allen to have to try to make. Yeah, that's definitely going to be an interesting game, and a big game, too, for the Jets for the uh, AFC wildcard race. Joe, I want to switch gears to baseball because obviously the Phillies had a big signing uh, a couple days ago getting Trey Turner to play shortstop. What was your reaction to the deal for Turner and how uh, how fire, fired up are the Phillies fans? Well, Phillies fans are very fired up. People here are uh, – they're super excited that, that the Phillies run you know, may not just have been some sort of late season fluke. They're going to springboard from that to be a perennial contender. And you look at their lineup when Bryce Harper comes back from Tommy John surgery, likely sometime in June or July, and it's loaded when you throw you know, Harper and Turner and JT Real Muto and, and obviously Kyle Schwarber and what he did last year with his you know, 46 home run. So people are very excited. My reaction was, man, that's a lot of years. I, I guess I always, my brain always goes to that. You know, these, these 11, 10-year contracts, these 30-year-old players, it probably will end really poorly uh, for the Phillies. You know, when Trey Turner loses his speed and he's, a 39-year-old, I don't know, I guess they'll play second base or the outfield or something. But in the moment, yeah, I mean, Trey Turner's an awesome player, and the Phillies um, certainly push themselves closer, I think, to the Braves and the Mets in the NLE. All right, so good stuff as always from Joe Giglio bringing that Philly inside and also some great stuff on the NFL. Uh, Joe, thanks for waking up with us this morning. You got it, guys. All right, that was Joe Giglio on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. All right, David, tap in here. Tell us why I'm wrong about Chicago not being a great sports city. It's very simple. Wrigley Field is is packed every single year, whether they're good or they're bad. You don't have to be a great team to be loved by a city. Philly, Philadelphia Eagles fans have been loved or have loved the Eagles for I don't know how long, and they've been horrible for years and years and years. It just so happens the Bears fans are are absolutely insane as well. I wouldn't say as crazy as maybe the Eagles fans, but Bears fans are when you come out and say that you have to change the name of the Chicago Bears, if they move, like, that's a little crazy. That They're very passionate. I wouldn't – I'd put them maybe four, 
five, but they're definitely in the top five. Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. Here's the the feeling I get about Cubs fans. I feel like sometimes they're just there for a good time. Like, no. Uh, and my husband played for the Cubs. So I've been to Wrigley. I know what's going on there. Uh, they are good fans. However, when they are good. So I'll give them that. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.